0: What up, Ortandians? This is your girl Ortandia, and you are tuning in to your favorite podcast, House Up Ortandia. Hey, <laughs> how you guys doing? What's been going on in your world? What's happening? How's you? How how is you? My bad. How are you? <laughs> how are your family? You know, how's your mama and your daddy, your siblings? How how is work? You know, how's your community? You know, how are you mentally? How are you, my listener? I just want to check in, take this moment to check in with you and um, give you space to just download or detox or just to breathe. This is a space I, I want to create for the next, like, we're going to have like the next like five seconds, five to 10 seconds. You, my listener, I just want you to sit back Close your eyes and just breathe deeply. Just breathe in and breathe out. Shoulders down, unclench that jaw. <laughs> you know, so, you know. Stop all the speeding, racing thoughts. through your head up. The ten million things that you got to do, and just relax. Cause baby, the topic of the day. <laughs> I hope you relax, cause we it's about to, to be the temperature about to get real hot. No, I'm just, <laughs> but no, I um, yeah, I I want to be shout out to if you don't listen to this, it's a, there's a podcast that I listen to, and shout out to her. Her name is Dr. Tama. Um, it's called Welcome Home. She is a Christian. Um, um she's a Christian, but she's also like a psychologist, like a I think she went to Duke or University of North Carolina. She's like a straight up psychologist. But she's, she's a Christian. So, of course, she uses scripture to when she's dealing with people. But check out her podcast. Um, it's called Welcome Home by Dr. Tama. Or with Dr. Tama. T-H-E-M-A. And so when she starts her podcast, she starts out by saying, hey, this is a space for you guys to just come in and relax. So I said, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do that every podcast. I just wanted to try this time because the topic of today is very heavy. <laughs> And so I just wanted to try it. I'm not. I'm not um, ganking her style. Ganking is an old word. We used to use ganking in the '90s, and we got it from the West Coast. We got it from like Ice Cube and. Into, I am going, I am all over the place today. But we, when we said it, because I grew up in Alabama, so we would get. We 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 had our own slang, and then we would get slang from like the West Coast because we listened to a lot of West Coast music, and so ganking was like a thing back in the day. But anywho. I'm not stealing her style. I just wanted to try it for this episode. Because, you know, this is a, a heavy topic. And so, um. but without further ado, let's get right into it. Let's talk about what we're talking about. And by the topic, you know, we're talking about Roe v. Wade. But before we do Roe v. Wade, I want to take a time of celebration. This is a, celebrate, a celebratory moment. I want to celebrate R. Kelly getting 30 years in prison. Shout out to the justice system. I want to celebrate Ghislaine Maxwell getting 20 years in prison. Shout out to the justice system because in both cases, justice prevailed. They were both predators. Um, R. Kelly preyed on young black girls and women. Ghislaine Maxwell preyed on teenagers, white teenage girls um, who, you know, didn't have money. They needed help. They, they wanted, they were trying to get money. They were, you know, trying to be in the massage Uh, space and some of them just needed to make money and she knew that she preyed on it on on their lack and so if you don't know who Ghislaine Maxwell is she worked with um Epstein who you know committed suicide in a uh, prison in New York he was getting ready to be tried he probably would have gotten a life sentence but he was a coward and he took his life and so this, this was his co-conspirator. And so they gave her 20 years and I'm so glad. Now, with that being said, I would love for them both to, I'm a, you know, I want them to be born again. I want them to, um, repent of their sins. You know what I mean? I want them to be regenerated and fall in love with Jesus. And while they're in prison for the next 30 and 20 years to commit their lives unto the Lord and be a whole different person. And when they die, they go right to heaven. I'm not saying that I want them in heaven with me, just like I want y'all in heaven with me. But however common, they both did crimes that required they be taken out of society. And I'm glad that they have been taken out of society. Um, And so I just want to celebrate that. Um, Shout out to the justice system. Thank you very much. Now, let's go on to the topic at hand. By now, you know that Roe v. Wade was overturned. I am pro, um, pro-life. I am pro-whole life. Um, I believe that babies are born... are. I believe that babies are... Um, that God knows that babies are in stomachs before mom knows babies are in stomachs. Um, that's what I believe. <clears throat> that's in Psalms 139. You knew that I was there before. My mama knew I was there. And I'm paraphrasing. So I believe that. Um, and so... But I'm, I also believe that When you're outside the womb, when you are a a black teenager, (laughs) you should be protected. When you are a middle-aged person, you should be protected. When you are a senior citizen, you should be protected. Just because people are 80 and 90 years old and they have so much life, they have lived so much life, people want to throw them away. So everybody, at every stage of your life, that's why I say I am pro-life, pro-whole life. At every stage of your life, you deserve to be protected. Um, no one has the right to take your life at any stage of your life. I don't care if you 12, 26, 96, 120, no one has the right to take your life. And so um I also I'm also low-key offended at the Supreme Court think they can do what the church can do. <laughs> Arrogant. <laughs> No, but I'm serious. It's funny, but I'm serious. Like they're trying to legislate morality and that's that's in their power to do so. You know, however, comma, the church has the ability to stop abortions and only the church has the ability to stop abortions because we bring, what we bring is we bring, um, regeneration. When we don't do the regenerating, we introduce you to the one that can regenerate you. And so when you fall in love with him, Jesus, You you don't want to do, you don't want you, not only do do you not want to be in a relationship with someone who's not your spouse, you don't, you're not having sex. You're not, you, you don't understand. You are waiting. You are honoring God with your body. So, but Supreme Court can't get you to do that. Only the church can get you to do that. So, like I said, I'm a little low key offended that the Supreme Court thought they were greater than the church. They are not. Nor will they ever be. Be clear. The church will always be greater okay (laughs) and so yeah and so yeah I was a little like "Mm, okay Supreme Court cool your jets boo um so yeah but I also want to talk about we all know no no matter what laws are out there put into place put into motion you know people are just going to go dark with it so for example you know it's illegal to get for somebody to inject something into your behind, your butt. People are still going to, although people are dying. People are still going to these little shank, stank, rank dank hotels and allowing people to inject things into their buttocks. You know what I'm saying? And so we all, And so with that being said, I said all that to say this. We know abortions are going to go dark. People are going to be ordering stuff online. People are going to be doing all kind of stuff to get rid of these babies that they don't want. And so, what? How? What? The church comes in to do? I want to. This is a point of prayer for the church. So what I want to say is, trust and believe, because the enemy wants to take the next generation out. He's gonna give these people who are so hell bent on aborting babies. He's gonna say, okay, well, go, go to the, go to the, um, go rent your hotel room at the Super Eight, the Red Roof Inn, and she's gonna take these doctors, these Planned Parenthood clinics, all these nurses or whoever that are pro-abortion. He's going to usher them or lead them to go dark and to perform these abortions. That's going to end up killing people, killing these mamas. You know what I'm saying? And so I, it's a point of prayer for the church to be like, to be on high alert, to be saying, to speak against, to talk again, to speak and pray and declare that, that it, um I just lost my thought, to speak and to pray and to declare that. Everything that's done in the dark will be brought to the light. That all these illegal abortions that's about, that, that the enemy would try to cause to, to, to increase or rise in the surface, even on the dark web, that that was shut down. That people won't be able to sell abortion pills online or um, via the dark web. You know what I'm saying? That people won't be able to Google how to abort a baby online and they'll be able to go to some weird chat site. You know what I'm saying? You know how people, people will go to great lengths to do wickedness. Um and so we as the as a body of believers as a the whole church, I'm talking about the whole church globally, we got we can't be like, "Oh, the Supreme Court um put the put the um pr- okay, let's back up. First of all, the Supreme Court didn't make abortion illegal. They left it up to the states to determine and so they can determine. So a lot of states, not a lot, some states like my state Alabama, abortion was is illegal anyway. And so a lot of states, I keep saying a lot, some states are just, they're going to make it illegal, which is great. But then there are going to be some states um, who are just, they, they they think they're so progressive. They think they're so, whatever they think, they're not going to make it illegal. <clears throat> and so we need to pray for people flocking to those states. You know, we need to pray that the Lord will move on the hearts of those governors and, and what, you know. Representatives to be like, no, we, you know, let's protect babies, but let's not just protect babies. Like I said, let's protect black teenagers, let's protect women, let's protect senior citizens, let's protect everybody, let's protect the whole life. And so that's what we. That's you know, my that's how I'm praying, and I hope you know, as we listen and and like I said, as we're celebrating Roe v. Wade being overturned, let's be let's be, let's be one step ahead of the enemy. Like, okay, we, we see that, but we know how you get down. We know you're wicked and we know you're going to try to do some dark undercover stuff, but we got you, buddy. We got your, we got your, we got our foot on your neck and we're going to keep it on your neck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, yes. And so, like I said, be aware when you're praying and you're, However you're praying, however the Lord is leaving you to pray about Roe v. Wade and, and this overturning and this, the states that are tr- whatever, whatever. I'm asking that you like, listen, put in your prayer, like pray against how, like I said, how the enemy will try to turn things dark and make things dark to go dark. I call it going dark. Um. And also this, this, I know you guys, this talk, I, to, first of all, talking points irritate me, irk my entire soul. But the talking points of the pro-abortion um, crew that keep saying that abortion is health care, it is not healthcare, ma'am. It is not. Um, that b- chemotherapy is healthcare. People have real cancer out here, stage 4 cancer out here, and they need chemotherapy. You know what I'm saying? People out here have a kidney failure out here, and they need dialysis. That's health care. People out here, you know... Um, what is it? People out here can't have, can't give birth. Their womb is failing them and they need, you know, whatever procedures that doctors can do to, to help them to be able to, to, to give birth, to have babies, to keep babies alive in their womb. That's healthcare. You know what I'm saying? People out here, um, losing their sight, you know, going blind for whatever reason. And they need you know, laser surgery. They need all the things that can either um, keep their sight or they need, they need the care in um, becoming a, a person who has lost their, lost their sight. That's healthcare. Abortion is not healthcare. Um, and I, I don't also don't like this talking point. i um, on the other side of people that are, are pro choice. They're saying "Well, now women can stop being irresponsible. Last time I checked friend, you can't have a baby without a man. So it should stop men from being irresponsible. You should not just be out here <laughs> spreading your seed all willy nilly, sir. There wouldn't be a need for abortion, sir, if you would you would um, honor God with your body, sir. If you would you would um, um, commit to being um, health conscious, sir. If you're not, sir, if you're not a man who's a believer, sir, you know you, you guess what? You can say you're not. AIDS is still real, sir. Um, STDs are still real, sir. So I'm going to need you to be um, um, to stop being out here plant, planting your nasty stank seed out here. I'm going to need you to be more responsible, sir. Because no, babies can't be um, born, created, I'm sorry, without you, sir. <laughs> and I just came on, I, before I came on here, I said, Lord, I'm not. This is a heavy topic. I want to talk with grace. I want to, I want to, and I'm, cause I, I don't like, like I said, I, ugh, I don't like talking points and talking points are they rain people in. So it's like dog whistles. So when you hear like abortion is healthcare, then people that are like, Oh, I'm for universal healthcare. They're trying to take healthcare away from people that draws them in when they say, um, Oh, now it'll, it'll stop women from being irresponsible. People that are already, like, attacking women and feel like women are, like, are, like the, de- the disdain of society. Trust, believe it or not, there are people out here that believe that women are tearing down society. Child. Child. I just, I ain't even gonna get into this topic. That's just gonna really run my pressure through the roof, make me angry. So, mm. But when people say that, people that are already anti-women... That draws them in, that draws them in. And so ch- you you got to be careful with talking points. Um, when you hear talking points, you got to be like, nope, I hear what you're saying. That's a dog whistle. I rebuke that. I come against that. I don't accept that. I-. It is not health care. Because if you have somebody in your family who was going through a serious medical condition, that should your antenna should raise. That should piss you off. Like, hold on. Grandma is over here with diabetes. Hypertension, high cholesterol, etc. etc. and she need all her meds and she can't afford her meds and your butt. Talk about abortion is healthcare. That should be you child. You should be ready to slap everybody that say that, but don't, don't slap people. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? It's not healthcare. Um, some people have to choose between meds and food and to be absolutely transparent. I found out, um, uh, late, like very late that my mom was one of those persons. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. My mom could not afford her medications. Now my mom was very private. She wouldn't tell us stuff. She wouldn't, you know, she wouldn't, and, and she wouldn't reach out to us. She wouldn't, she would keep stuff private. Now, but the, but the onus is on us. She took care of us. We should have been reaching out to her. Mom, do you, do you need anything? Mom, what can I help you with? Mom, we should have been more. Um, I don't like that word "should." I ain't trying to should myself to death. We could have been um, more. Especially me, I could have been more God honoring because you're supposed to um, take care of your, your mom, your parents when they can't take care of themselves. You know what I'm saying? So. I, I knew better of all my siblings, but I found out late. And so, um, and I did do some things like I would buy her medications and stuff when I would go home, but people like my mom and my mom has passed on, but I'm saying there are people who has to, they choose between buying their medications and buying food. That's health. That's a healthcare challenge. People shouldn't have to choose between getting their, their hypertension medicines and buying a loaf of bread. That's crazy to me. And you Ma'am and sir, you want to be out here just having 10 abortions because you don't want to be a mom. Well, if you stop doing what leads to pregnancy, because, you know, you can only you ain't getting pregnant by drinking water. If you stop doing those things, guess what? Ta-da. No pregnancy. And I'm not shaming women. I love women. I love women. Absolutely. One thousand percent. But. It's like you gotta com, common sense. Let's okay. What's what's causing this pregnancy? <laughs> sex is causing this. So let me stop doing sex. Let me abstain. <laughs> if you're not, you know what I'm saying. If you're a believer, you should you you ought to you ought to been abstaining. Um, but yeah, you, there are unbelievers that abstain. Go find your crew. Go find your uh, some people. Go find your tribe, as they say. Um, in secular, secular, in the secular world, find your tribe. You know, it's like, you know, there's a, you know, if, uh, <laughs> never mind, I'm not gonna go there. But anyway, abortion is not healthcare. Um, and then another thing, ooh, this is about to irk my soul. They keep saying, if I read one more article, if I read one more blog post, if I read one more, um, social media posts about how this disproportionately affects black women, black and brown women. <sighs> you know why it impacts black and brown women? Because they've been in, strate- in economically disadvantaged communities because they've been strategically placed in poverty. Let that sink in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These impoverished communities are government created. Um, now should people still be in them generations later, especially in this, just this generation in particular has the most resources than any generation before. So should somebody in this generation, in Gen Z, um, still be in, in, in this country, still be in dire poverty. Not if you have a cell phone, not if you have a, if you have a cell phone, gen z and you're in poverty that's a choice and i'm not i don't mean to be hard or harsh but my generation gen x we we cell phones came out then but they couldn't do they were. they look like <laughs> they look like um remote controls back in the day I, I grew up in the 80s well we didn't have them in the 80s but we, yes we did we had them in the 80s but they really came into play in the 90s um but, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, you guys have, you shouldn't be, now your your mom may have been in poverty. Your mom was probably of my generation, Gen Z-er. Your grandma was probably a, a baby boomer. And your great-grandmom was probably, um, a traditionalist from the traditionalist generation. She's probably in her 80s or something, if she's still with you. They didn't, they had none of the opportunities that you have. You can drop ship something, make more money you can you can learn a skill a tech not a tech a tech skill at in high school you could be making money before you even graduate high school so you have more opportunities in any generation before you so if you're still living in public assistance and uh, subsidized housing if you're still trying to figure out how you're gonna go get some you know uh, TANF benefits and, F- and snap benefits now I'm not I'm not shading none of that because I grew up on snap benefits food stamps I grew up on that. Um, so I'm not shading none of that. But my mom didn't have the opportunities that I had. Um, and so that's how she... And she. my mom worked. My mom worked. She was a work horse. You know what I'm saying? And so... But she she also had a bunch of kids. And so she wasn't... Yeah, she needed help. And so... Um, Gen Z and the generation after you... I don't know what they're going to call the generation after you. They had already used off the alphabet. But... You don't have... You're making a choice to be in in generational poverty. I'm, I'm gonna say it, and it may come off harsh. I might get some comments, and you will be blocked. I, I don't, <laughs> you, you know. i but you're making a choice. I said Gen Z. I was very careful in the generation that I that I said, because you you have too many. You have, but I said, but still. However, comma. There's a comma after that. These communities that are economically disadvantaged, they are they are created. They didn't people didn't just wake up one day in the 40s and 50s and say, Hey, we want to be on this side of town. We want to make sure that no businesses are that grow here. No, that was a government thing. That was a government partner with um corporations to talk, to redline, Google Redlining. Those of you who don't know what redlining is. Corporations partner with government to redline communities and push black communities off into the corners of society in in, in cities. And that henceforth, that's why those communities are economically disadvantaged. They're, they're impoverished, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so the we're, we're not going to act like these people are in these communities. Just, be, you know, but like I said, except for Gen Z, you ain't got no, I don't want to hear your mouth. You be quiet. Generation Z, you shut up. You don't have no reason being in poverty. Um, if you're a Generation Z person, go back and listen to a, uh, uh, my last podcast on how to make money, um, business and business ideas in 2022. Uh, anybody can go back and listen to it, but I know there's a Generation Z person listening to me and say I I don't have no opportunities now. If you're in a, in like a uh, a country where there's a, a dictatorship and you can't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Of course. You know what I'm saying? But if you're in America, now, if you are in rural America, you have challenges. You have serious challenges. I'm aware. Serious, serious challenges. You don't have access to internet. You don't have access to clean water. I'm very aware. There are a lot of communities and cities like that in my state, the state of Alabama. Um, I did a whole podcast about it. Um, They're drinking water that has waste, human waste in it, in America, in Alabama, in Georgia, in Mississippi, in California, in West Virginia, um, uh, in Louisiana, in Texas, in you name it. There will, there's a rural impoverished community here in America, but trust you me, they are living in conditions you would not believe. And so, yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not talking about those people. I'm not like I said. I'm not talking about those people. I'm not talking about somebody from the baby boom generation um, or somebody from the traditionalist generation that's still here, 90, 80, 90 years old. Like they don't. They don't. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about them. Thank God for them. We're here because of them because they they survived. I'm talking about the young generation out here. These 18 year olds and 19 year olds and 17 year olds. You have no. You're 15 year olds. You do nope. You, you, you know, and so, anywho, um, but then we're not also like I said, stop that. I, I can't stand this. Oh, it affects black women because the whole conversation is not, it's just the first part. The whole complete conversation is not the The conversation is not complete. Let's talk about why people are still in poverty. Poverty is man made, so guess what? It could be unmade. So let's talk about what we can do and go and change those communities, change the out the, the trajectory. Shout out to you and Jerry, change the trajectory of those communities. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then let's not act like white women don't have abortions. That's what's pissing me off. Y'all want to talk about? Oh, it 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 is going to impact, infect, or infect. It's going to impact black and brown women the most. We're not gonna act like white women. I heard a podcast. I think was it. It was "Pass the Mic." That's a podcast. Um, Jamar Tisby is the co-host of that podcast. He wrote, um, "Oh, not reading while black." Jamar Tisby wrote, "Oh gosh, I can't think of it." But he is—he's a brilliant young man. Actually, he's Doctor Jamar Tisby. Um, but the the podcast that he's a co-host of is called "Pass the Mic." Um, you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. I, I love those guys. They—they um, they really do They create spaces for Black Christians that are in predominantly white churches. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, because you—they, you know, nobody likes to talk about that. Christians that are in white, in predominantly white—even I know I'm going off on a tangent here—that are in predominantly white evangelical spaces. Some of them are like—they're <laughs> in prison. Like, they can't really show up as their full self. And which is, which is sad, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of those churches are touting that they are diverse churches with no black leadership, with no female leadership, with no brown leadership, with no just white men, all white men on the leadership. Like, how are you diverse? So anyway, don't don't get me started on that. But they feel imprisoned. They love their church. They're not trying to leave their church. They love those, you know, but they feel like they can't talk about things like that happen to black people. They can't talk about... They just can't talk about certain things because they will be looked at like looked at like what you t-? like. Don't bring that here. Don't bring that social justice stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to Pastor Mike, Dr. Jamar Tisby, and his co-host. I can't think of his name. It's on the tip of my mouth, my tip of my tongue. But go check those brothers out. I love those guys. Um, but I was listening to their podcast and they had a, a young woman on there and she was uh she was talking about. Uh, she uh, she's I think she's in Maine from Maine. She's like a, an official from Maine, black woman, um, and a political official. I think can't remember if she was like a congress uh representative or councilwoman. I can't remember, but she was talking about no. She was like she knows people, young men who were like security at abortion clinics, and he got fired because, um he came in, he was like, he was sleeping in his car, <laughs> like outside and you know, all these black Escalades rolled up and he like, what's going on here? Three in the morning. And so he, he go in, you know, and they done called in the doctors to perform abortion. And this all these, this is white women, a white woman showing up. And he was like, that happens all, she was like, that happens all the time. They ain't going in the middle of the day. They're not going first thing in the morning. They going in the, under the cloak of night and they getting their abortions because why they've they gotten pregnant. They don't slept with the gardener and now they pregnant. You know what I'm saying? They do not slept with somebody at work and they don't be coming to get an abortion because they don't want their husband to know. They husband, you know what I'm saying? Like the secretary don't got pregnant by the CEO. So she's, he don't brought her here to get an abortion. Like that's the kind of stuff that happens. And they use false names. They use black names. They come into my, my name is Lakeisha Johnson. And so, the, of course, the numbers look like, oh, dang, black women be out here killing babies. But Becky going at 3 in the morning, you ain't going to never know about that. You know what I'm saying? And so, let's not act like they don't get abortions. You know, open up your mind. Stop being naive. Stop thinking that only black people out here, black women out here just out here killing babies. No, white women out here killing babies, too. Um, rich white women. These are, he said they pull up in escalates. And so these are rich white women trying to abort not trying aborting babies under the cloak. I say the cloak of night, darkness in darkness. Um, and so yeah. So that that I, I don't like that. What else? Um, the last thing I want to talk about. Um, all of these companies that are making these statements. Oh, I should I should have wrote a list of them and called them out, but you see them, they making all kinds of social media statements. We're going to give you $5,000. We stand with women's right to get an abortion and we're going to give you $5,000 to fly to any um any state that performs abortions. We're going to pay for it and put you on leave, blah 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 blah. I said, "Where were y'all?" I said, "This is what y'all want to put your money to?" Y'all fired people in 2020 when they didn't want to get the vaccine. You fired people. You fired nurses. You fired doctors. You fired uh, LPNs, CNAs. You fired uh, jan- jan- hospital janitor. You fired people. Straight up fired people because they didn't want to get the vaccine. But you were willing to fly people from one coast to the other coast to get an abortion. What about the people that work for you um, that, that need real medical care? Like they really could use... Um, what about, let's, let's go back. What about the mothers who you make and come back to work after like two months? They could really use you allowing them to be home for six months. They could really use that and with pay. With pay. Uh-huh. And they could really use you not only allowing them to be home for six months, but allowing them to be, really be home in the first year. Like the first six months, they just home taking care of the baby. The second six months, they working remotely. They could, they, yeah, how about that? How about the people that work for you that have cancer? They could really use your help to be flown to the best cancer specialist in, in America. They could really use those finances for that. What about the people that work for you that need their kidneys? Their kidneys shut down. They could really use, like, paid time off to be on a transplant plant list. They could really use, So you're putting your money to the wrong thing. That's why you, child, how can I say it, Lord? Help me, Holy Ghost. Cause I'm, I could feel my nose flaring. Cause that, cause it's like you, you, you really trying to get the support, the wrong support. You're trying to get the wrong support. Cause you don't care. You, cause they really don't care nothing about people. They want people. They, well, they want funding. So people, oh, this, this company is is pro-abortion. Oh, let's support them. So people, we let's buy from them. Let's buy more stuff from them. Like, nah. Let's not buy from them. Until you decide to pour that money into Joe Blow at your company. Like I said, who 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 needs a, a liver transplant until you're ready to fly, fly him to the best uh, liver transplant surgeon in America. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your mouth until you're ready to rehire those nurses that you fired in 2020 with pay, back pay, back pay them back from 2020. Shut up. <sighs> Mmm, 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 mm, mmm, child, who child? I'm gonna come on. I'm gonna come back. That's that's the end of this episode. But I'm gonna come back. I read an article and listened to a podcast talking about the erasure of women by trans, so-called trans men and women. Mostly, it's men that transition to women. Um, I'm I'm coming for you, the the co-founder of Sirius Radio that's a man. That's that so-called transition to a woman. That's a man. And this um can't think of his name. Um but he very brilliant, very brilliant. I and mean, he go, "He's a woman now. I don't care about your pronoun. I could care less." But he is very instrumental. He's a he is very instrumental. And the erasure of women co-founded Sirius radio. He's a, an attorney by trade. He has a um he believes in transhumanism. Like we can live forever. Um, we don't really need we can live beyond the skin. We don't need um we he's he's working on being able to implant a uterus uh uh into men, right? Yeah, so he got that kind of money. And he he backed by Google, he's backed by Amazon. He's, these people financing him. He's backed by the Buffets, Warren and his brother. He's financially backed by um, the Pritzker family, who own Hyatt Hotels. Who um, one of their the sons is now a woman. He bought Airbit about sixty. He was in the army when he was a man. He was in the army. He was like high ranking. Um, decided he got he left the army retired decided he wanted to be a woman looks a whole mess and um and his family is very rich and they got people in high places there they have a cousin that's the governor of illinois that's very instrumental in um uh, erasing women and promoting the trans agenda now in the state of illinois you have to learn about transgenderism before the second grade By the second grade, I should say. He put that into law. Children can take um, hormone medicines, hormone pills. If they feel like, oh, I don't want to be a boy. I don't want to be a girl. They have the right to do that without parental permission. So we're going to talk about this, honey. They're trying to erase women. They're trying to erase women. And they are financially funded. Well backed. Well backed. I'm going to bring this article out. Um... Yeah, but I'm coming for you, buddy. So all y'all that listen to Serious Radio, the co-founder is a -a kookaloo, okay? So anyway, like I said, uh, like I always say, rather, I want to see you in heaven. Before I say, I want to see you in heaven with me. I want you guys that are pro, pro pro-life. I need you to think about being pro-whole life. And just as, just as strong and forceful as you talk about anti-abortion, I need you to talk about police brutality, police murder. I need you to talk about elderly abuse. I need you to talk about um, uh, the school to prison pipeline. I need you to be just as forceful because you should be whole life, pro whole life. I need you to talk about um, the prison industrial system, how people are making billions of dollars Off of prisons, and you know, shout out, shout out to my um my sister who's a a second grade teacher. She said they learn, they build prisons based on how you do in elementary school. Oh, we can we all right? These this group of people they ain't gonna make it. We can build a prison. They they they'll be one of our and they make money from people. So you know what I'm saying. So I need you to be pro whole life. Don't just be pro um pro life. And those of you that's claiming pro choice. Um, Or pro? Let me go to the talk to the pro-abortion people. What are you pro-abortion about? How? How? Talk? How? Are you saying women have a right to choose? They do. They should choose to honor their body. They should choose to not not allow people to violate their body because they're valuable and they're precious. And yeah, you know. They have a right to choose not to be with that fool that they met at the bar. Because he's a fool. He's a complete, absolute idiot. And he don't want to do nothing but to lay with you. So they should choose not to be with that fool. Um. Yeah. And so I, I need you to, to think through your pro-abortion stance. Think through that whole thing. Um, Those of you that are pro-choice. I need you to weigh some things too. The pro-abortion and the pro-choicers. I need you to weigh some things. Everybody need to think through some things. Those that are pro-life, you need to transition the whole life and open your mouth about injustices throughout the all stages of life. I'ma stay, I'm gonna keep my foot on your neck too. Cause Christians love to say, I'm pro-life, I'm pro-life. But when people give them, a young man just got shot 60 times in Ohio this week, traffic stop. 60 times. Where you at, pro-lifers? Christians, where you at? Where you at? Um, daggone uh, uh, um, Eritrea and, and um, Ethiopia, they've been in a civil rights war for the last three or four years. Where you at, pro-life? Pro-choicers? Pro-lifers? Where you at? The last few years. Ukraine, Ukrainian Russian war started a few months ago. You, people ain't stopped talking about it yet. These people have been in a civil war for the last three years. Nobody's, where you, where you at? Okay. Calm down, Artandi. Calm down. Mm. <sighs> Lord, thank you for my listeners, Father. Father, forgive me for being offensive, too overly aggressive, you know, um, speaking out of turn. Speaking as if I'm the fourth member of the Trinity. Please forgive me, Lord. But I ask that you prick people's hearts. Nonetheless, I ask that you prick people's hearts. And that people really think. Really think. I ask that you cause us as believers to take our posts. And I ask that you cause those that are unbelievers. I ask that they fall, they walk face first into the cross of Christ. And they give over their lives to him and they submit to him and they live a full, complete, whole, healthy, vibrant life in him. And like I always say, I want to see y'all in heaven with me and I mean it on everything I love. Hell ain't meant for people. So I want to be I want to see you in heaven and I'm out.